0: You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets podcast, and I am your host, Danny Nichols, here once again with my co-host, Chris Thompson. What's up, Danny? It's good to see you, brother. Good to see you too. You know, we've got a special episode this week. Tell the listeners what we're talking about today. Cool, man. Okay. So today we talked to Mike Ely. Uh, Mike is the founder and CEO of Nassau Investments where he focuses on apartments and hotels. Um, he's the author of From Broke to Millions, a book about how he acquired over a thousand apartment units starting with no money. Today we spoke about how he has used creative investing strategies to overcome adversity and lack of resources. Then we dive right into the benefits of investing in hotels and why passive investors should really consider this asset class. Finally, Mike tells us about his new goal of acquiring a hundred hotels in six months and how he plans to get it done. This is huge. Smart guy, stick around. You know, it is huge and that goal is very interesting and and, you know what we heard you know, about that goal and how he plans to accomplish it. It's it's pretty amazing. So can't wait to share that with the listeners. Uh, But before we do that, just want to give a shout out to everyone listening. We really appreciate you tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and written review. It really helps us grow the podcast, attract more guests, and ultimately provide better information for everyone listening. And if you're a passive investor or looking to get into passive investing, then head over to our website at twosmartassets.com. There you can grab our guide for passive investing in apartment syndications. It's just a great introduction into the world of passive investing in apartment syndications, so make sure to check that out. Also, grab our apartment syndication sample deal. This is going to help you get comfortable with looking at this type of investment, so when the real opportunities come your way, you'll be ready. And if you have any questions about what's in either of these resources, drop us a line anytime on our website's Contact Us page. Or you can message us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We're posting some great content on there, so make sure to follow us and start connecting all right let's jump into the show hey everybody today's guest is mike ely mike lost everything back in 2002 and 2003 he even became homeless but through hustle and thinking outside the box he was able to acquire houses and apartment buildings despite not having a lot of cash and despite having very bad credit fast forward to 2020 he now owns 1200 apartment units 40 plus single family homes and an industrial warehouse and even buys hotels all over the country he wrote a book titled from broke to millions about his journey to show people that it's possible Uh, to become wealthy starting with $0. Recently, due to what's happening in the hotel industry, Mike set a goal of buying 100 hotels in six months. Mike, man, it's great to see you. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks brother. How you been, man, it's man. Been great. Thanks for having me too. Oh
0: man. man, I'm excited to talk to you. You know, uh, uh, been in the works for a little while now, but, uh, uh, you know, you've done a lot of investing in your career, uh, a lot of different stuff and uh, a lot of interesting stuff really, and still doing that today. But, uh, you know, let's just mm-hmm. take it back to the beginning. Let's uh, start. Tell us how you got started in real estate and how you actually got to where you are today.
1: Uh, so how did I get started, man? started with one book, man. Uh, I, I just felt, you know, I knew there was a lot of money out here in the world and I just wanted to figure it out. And so I went to the library one time and uh, came across, well this is what actually I, I was going in stocks This junk bonds was the deal. then, Right. You know? And so I, I heard all these people getting wealthy off of junk bonds. And so I went and went to the library, pulled a book out and it was like the minimum investment was $50,000 put that book back on the shelf. I was like, that's not going, that's, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> and I kept working down the shelves. And then I came across this book by Robert Allen, No Money Down, uh, in the 90s. I think it was the 80s first, but, anyway, but it's Robert Allen. And then from there, Carlton Sheets. And I learned all these different things. And then I was 16, 17 at the time, uh, maybe younger than that. But then by the time I graduated from high college, uh, I end up, uh, had some bad credit. Uh, um, yeah, I had bad credit, man. That was it. Uh, I barely had nice to come. I was making, about like, 26000 a year. I uh, worked three jobs to get my credit together to pay off any bad debt. Uh, you know, my day started at you know, 12, 30 a.m. in the morning. D- through newspapers for the inquiry, Then went to bed by 4 or 5. Got back up at 7. Went to my eight to five, nine to five. Then after that, I sold ice cold beer at the <laughs> stadium. Ice cold beer, peanuts. <laughs> awesome. Which stadium <laughs> that was, was that? The Red. it was the Riverfront Coliseum at the time, because we didn't we didn't have that. And so uh, that that's where it got me started. And so I saved up enough money and got my first two family uh, before they even coined the phrase house hacking. I just mm. simply was like, man, I'm gonna get two family. I'm gonna live on the first floor, and get somebody to pay for it on the top floor, and get me a roommate. Oh yeah, and that's exactly what I did. I got a roommate, and so the mortgage payment was seven hundred dollars a month between the top floor and my roommate. It paid that, so the only thing I had to pay was utilities, and at the time that was a hundred bucks. But considering I was paying five or six hundred dollars, now I'm down to a hundred dollars. I was like, I am rich. And I did it over and over again. And I, I got some multifamilies. And then those paid my car note and my insurance and anything else. So I felt like Dave Chappelle and Rick James. I'm rich, bitch. You know, you should <laughs> tell nothing, man. So, and, I, and that was the beginning of my career. And then I lost it all. Uh, moved back home with my mom and dad. and They painted my room pink and lavender and had all these different flowers and uh and they still man it was wrong man cause they still kept my twin bed when oh, I man. grew up with the with the with the, the rudder. You know how they they drive the boat with that little rudder that oh, yeah. like spin. Yeah oh, what they yeah. had that as my headboard it was a twin <laughs> bed. I was thirty years old man. You know what I get you know how that is at thirty to go back at home oh, in <laughs> a lavender room? Like come on man. Yeah and a twin tough. bed. That's tough. So, so it was motivating man. And uh, you know that's, but I started over again, and you know, but when I did that, I had like, I don't know, I was making three hundred thousand a year, um, but I didn't have any, I didn't have any uh, budget or reserves, and that's what took me out and moved me back home. But then I started all over again, uh, read tons and tons of books, like I just absorbed, and hung around different people that were doing what I wanted, and uh, from there, I, I, I made it back. And uh, I kept pushing, and 20 years later, uh, I'm doing hotels and got over 1,200 units. Man, and had bad credit and almost went bankrupt, and whew, numerous people out of the same situation as myself.
0: So you know, you got a you got a great story there. You've invested in a lot of different things. You know, a lot of ups and downs, and you come back from the bottom, man. And that's man, there's something about, you know, getting knocked off that horse and then getting back up, you know, uh, you know, I think that's a, that's a huge point. And, uh, but it sounds like, you know, throughout your real estate career, you've used a lot of interesting tactics and, and strategies, right. you know? So that's right. How, how, how did you know how to do that? And you know, are there, are there some tips you could say maybe like some other investors can use for, for doing those types of strategies?
1: Yeah. So there's numerous strategies you could use. Uh, you know, there's some people that have bad credit, right? Well, Um, in any deal, and and, and things I'm sharing with you, you can use them for your small deals or big deals. So for example, bad credit or not uh, enough money to to do the loan, right? Because if you want to get a loan, the bank's not going to finance you if you can't show you have so much cash in reserves. So two things you do. One, you go find you someone to sign debt for you. You make them a partner. I do the same thing on multifamilies and hotels. When the project was too big before we got started, we found somebody that would guarantee the debt. They just call it different names. And so you give them a percentage of the deal, probably not as much as you would on a single family, but on a large multi-family. You know, for so like my hotel, for example, uh, we were doing a $10 million hotel, and you know, for some, that's still a big deal. and, and Still, we didn't have enough money to do it at the time or net worth and our partners, we found a person with a $50 million net worth and they signed a the debt for us. And We gave them 10% of the deal. That was it. Okay. And we were off to the races. I'll tell you, I did the same concept when I was flipping a single family house. I needed to sign debt. I had bad credit. I found a partner. They signed the debt. I gave them two points plus $100 more than what I paid in the payment. So, I mean, you can use it over and over. You don't have a lot of cash. Yes, you do. You just didn't realize it. You got a credit card. You got your 401k. You got equity in your life insurance policy. Uh, You got friends and family. Uh, You can ask the owner to hold a, a second or have owner finance or finance it for you. So as long as there's a will, there's a way. You know, everything's possible. You just got, just keep working. You know, can't quit. You know, you know, you'll never win if you quit. I mean, that's as simple as that. And so we just use all these same principles. I use the same principles that I use for those single families that I do in the most. Matter of fact, we're looking at a thirty million dollar deal now, and uh, they want us to bring seven million. I only have four or five. And then, quite frankly, the numbers work better at five. It helps me meet my threshold. So the person, we said, look, we'll do the deal if you hold older finance. And the guy says, you know what? I'm in. Nice. Problem solved. Now, instead of bringing 7000000 million, we only got to bring like four or five. So, uh, again, same principles and, and use it over and over. Matter of fact, there's here's another one close the deal on the first of the month or early in the first month, because they got to turn when you close, let's say you had to bring $3,000. This is a true story. I did this too. You had to bring $3,000 to the deal. I didn't have 3,000 at the time. Didn't have 3,000. But what I did have is a realtor and I told the realtor, I was like, lend me your commission to close the deal. So they gave me $3,000 for my down payment to close the deal, advanced it. Then at closing, I got the first month's rent and all the deposits, which came out to $3,600. At closing, I then gave the realtor back their money, and it cost me no money out of pocket. And I did the deal. And I still do the same thing to this day. So, you know, everything's possible. And I I share uh, some of that. And my, my book, my first book from Broke to Millions, as you said, you love the Steelers or Jerome Bettis did before. And so if you get this book, uh, I can't promise you, but you probably will get a ring to the Super Bowl uh, real estate arena, okay? You could get your Super Bowl ring for real estate by reading this book, man. We, we But we guide you, we teach you, we want you to be successful. So, all right.
0: Absolutely. We highly encourage uh, all the listeners to check out that book. Um, and, you know, like you said before, obviously, still fans, fan. So if it's got anything with the bus, I'm going to be excited for it. Uh, but uh, um, absolutely. And I think a lot of the strategies you mentioned are, are very creative. And a lot of people And That don't... was
1: a that was a sh- that, I'm sorry.
0: No, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a shameful plug. I'm sorry. No, I loved it. Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. We want to provide a lot of resources to our to yeah. our listeners as well. So we think that's a great resource. But, uh, you know, you talk a lot about these different strategies and a lot of creativity there. And I think it's amazing because uh, I think uh, for most people, it's kind of difficult to come up with these scenarios and these strategies. But uh, even in terms of having no money and having, let's say, let's say, take this in terms of like a syndication where you have to raise capital, right? That's right. That's are there right. Are there any like... Uh, strategies for doing that effectively. Oh, you recommend definitely. to listeners yes,
1: definitely, definitely. Man, I went through painstaking raising capital. First of all, I, I know you can't tell, but I don't like talking. I know, <laughs> I know you don't believe it, but I don't like talking. I don't. I like, but I, don't get me wrong. You get me in a small group, I'm the center of attention tension. I'm the life of the party. You put me in a group, bigger group, i was like ah. Oh, yeah. But. Uh, no, man, there, is, there are techniques I learned from a lot of different people, but I learned from a lot of failures. So, uh, first of all, I was just like, man, you can't raise money. You don't have the resume, right? So, finally, I got the resume. I was like, man, I did $100 million, or I did $50 million in apartments. I did this. I did that. And I'm sharing it with people, and I still was not closing. I was like what is wrong so then i recruited my other partner who's a closer nate to, now nate's talking he'll, he'll talk you all the way like and next thing you know you're just agreeing so it'll be quiet right and, then next thing, and that's how we raise money He just want not shut up right no but but what happened was uh uh i stopped i was like man what how come we're not raising money and what people fail to realize is people do things based on emotions. They buy based on emotions. They invest based on emotions. They have some goal. And so your job is to provide value and to help them get to their goal. So really, and forgive me, nobody gives a shit about what you have. What can you do for them? And so once we change that whole perspective, that's when I was closing people. But it took me a year. I Literally, I was, I went on a rampage for a year trying to raise money. And then finally, when I had somebody ready to give me some money, like $2 million, I had to turn them down. I had to turn them down because it wasn't a good fit. Oh, yes, wow. And it, don't, listen, don't just take anybody's money. Your goals are not aligned. It's the worst, it's the worst thing. And I was fortunate enough to be in multiple partnerships where I had older people where they had that third-generation lineage money. And I saw how... Grandpa and his buddy worked so hard to pass it on to their children, and their children pass it on. Now everybody fights with each other. But that's another story. Let me get back to raising money. I, I know I got a lot. I got a lot. I got a lot. I, got a lot. I love but, it. Uh, what 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 happened? I think uh, Dan Locke, L O K. I don't know if you see him, but uh, I, I love him. But he went on to talk about raising capital and focusing on the individual. And, and provide, you know, emotional. So for a perfect example, uh, went to a store and it was a high-end store in Atlanta. And um, uh, they, it was Tom Ford. Here's a perfect example. Mm. Tom Ford jacket, right? And I was like, whoa, let me see what this is. I wasn't even trying to buy it. But, and so I get in the store and I see the jacket, right? I see the jacket. And I was like, "Whoa, this is beautiful." And I'll get to that anyway. But it was a—it's a beautiful. I've never seen anything like it. Like I—I I would put this. You would put this on a, a mannequin and put it on a shelf in your house. Like this is artwork. Like it was—I've never seen a jacket <laughs> like this. I was like, "Whoa," you know. It gave me one up. And so I'm staring at. I'm staring at. Him, and it was like, you know, how can I help you? I was like, "No, you can't help me. I'm good. I'm good. You can't help me. We good." No, stop. No, you can't help me. Okay? Okay? You can't. And then, so they was like, no, let me, you know, um, we'll, we'll try this on. I said, no, I don't want to try it on. No, no, try it on. I said, okay. And then I tried it on. It was like, I was like, ooh, wow. It was like, how it feels? I was like, this is amazing. I never felt anything like this before. It was like, you ever watch James Bond? I was like, yeah, who ever watched James Bond? <laughs> of course. He was like. This is the jacket he wore in Royal Casino. No this, way. Oh, yeah. And then it means, like, you, 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 you see what that did just right there? Oh, yeah. It's like I, your your ego got boosted. You, you got tied to somebody you look up to that you've been dreaming about. And, uh, and, and, and so, um, unfortunately, and then they tried it again because I went back. I put the jacket back. It's like, ain't no way I'm buying that jacket. It's a comfort? That's expensive. I don't know if y'all ever bought a jacket. And so I put that back on the shelf because I'm gonna tell you the price later. And so I jumped in, uh then I went back the next day because I start I couldn't stop thinking about it. And, of course. And then and then I I they was like go in that room and turn and, and try it on again. And what happens, these lights shine on you. You know how you go to the jewelry store and all the jewelry look yeah. all shine. Well, the jacket did the same thing. And, <laughs> then, and then they were like, hey, uh, uh, how does it look? I was like, this is amazing. Like, this, jack- this jacket looks good on anybody. Like, anybody can wear that. And I was about to open this other door. And I was like, oh, you can't go in there. All of Tyler Parley, uh, Tyler Perry's uh, new clothes were in there. You can't go in there. I was like, "See, that wasn't even necessary." See, now you, you see, you see where they're going? Oh yeah. And so, I'm ashamed to say, but I end up walking home with a Tom Ford jacket. <laughs> of course, which I do love. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: I was I've waiting for it.
1: A forty-two hundred dollar jacket. <laughs> Nobody needs a forty-two hundred dollar jacket, man. Hey, everywhere I go, though. So my point is, when you go. You got to draw on emotions and so, and you got to have this pitch. And so one of the first things people always start running off rambling about what they do, but what you want to do is talk about, Hey, what motivated you to take this call today? Now, that is a very high level triggered question because what's going to happen. They're going to tell you exactly why they call it and what they want. And then you say, Oh really? Okay. So now you, you know, exactly what to talk about, right? You're not rambling on your pitch. Then the second thing is well, what is your goal and what do you expect? You know, how much you expect to return, what, where you want to be in the future. And so you tell them. And then after that, you say, okay, what seems to be your hurdles? How come you weren't able to accomplish that? Right. right. Uh, now there's a couple of more steps, but those are three basic ones, right? And then you say, well, great. I can help you. We can help you with all those things and getting the returns and getting you to your destination. Uh, we just so happen. We have certain investment vehicles that can do that, provide for you, blah, blah, blah. And then you telling them everything they want to hear. You hitting on emotions. And they saying, look, but you got to dig in. Why? Like, why do you want to make this much money? Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to be there? You know, till it hurts a little bit. And they're going to tell you, I want to be financially independent. I want to take care of my mama. I want to buy my, my kids college. I want them to have a better life. And you'd be like, well, why? Why is that important? And they, they're going to deepen you know, now you're getting to be a psychologist. But <laughs> once you do that, you've now brought them in. All they're doing is talking about themselves. Uh, and, and, and they told you everything you need to do. And then you close the deal. But listen. The other thing is um, the way I set our things up, social media, by the time somebody comes to me, they already know all about me, or at least they heard about me, they read my book, they took a class or something, and by the end, I'm not even pitching. They already know, I just want to know where they're at, and then you say, yeah, I think we're a good fit. Yeah, we're not a good fit, and then that's it. So one thing is don't go in pitching, right? And two, I know this is a double whammy because I just said don't go on pitch, but when you are ready to pitch, you got to have your elevator pitch. And it's got to be a vision. You just can't, uh, they got to remember. So it's always a vision. So, example, one of the guys were saying, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm just rambling on. No, keep going. But but one of the things is when you do your pitch, you have to, uh, a perfect example. A guy created a vision. He says, what do you do and he was like well i'm like i do what the chairlift does for snowboarders over in utah mm-hmm. and you first you'd be like what what do you what do you mean it's all right so you bought in right there right it's <laughs> like you know how the chairlift takes the snowboard and skier to the top of the hill oh, yeah. well my surfboard motor does the same thing as the surfer tries to get to the out to the next wave where they're always working on swimming out to catch the next wave. Well, now we put this motorized Bluetooth mechanism up under the board so it actually propels them out so they can catch the next wave. So so when you think of us, think of this, you know, motorized surfboard as mm-hmm. like we are the skiers. So immediately, you don't surf, you may not even ski, but you're like, hey, I want to be a part of that. And so <laughs> That and it and it sticks like hey, I heard that one time and I, I still remember to that and so I created my own pitch based on that as well. And so mine's is I'm a bridge and I provide the vehicles to get you to your investment destination. And so they create their own motion.
0: Absolutely. And I love it that the fact that, you know, you're basically painting a picture. You know, you're saying, you know, you might have never surfed before, maybe you've never skied, but as soon as you made the the connection to the analogy, you know, I, I knew exactly what you were talking about. You had already painted the picture for me, so I was right there with you and uh I think that's uh that's pretty powerful, and I think that's uh, some great tips for anybody who's looking to raise capital or even just partner, really. So uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I and and some- look, look, and, and another thing, you know, you're going to get turned down. Mm. You're going to get turned down, and I always like to say S W S W S W. So what? Ah. Some will. What? no, what, oh, shoot! Some won't. Some, some won't. so what? Some no. Some won't. Some no. Somewhat. So, ah, shit. <laughs> some ah, somewhat. Some will. So what? Someone's waiting. Right, right. But somebody's always waiting for you. Somebody needs you, man. Absolutely. Somebody needs you, and so you just keep going, and you get it together. Right. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to no, be quiet. I love it, man. I
0: love you. We love having you talk. So, you know, there's a lot of great stuff there. And I know that I took away from it personally. I know our listeners will too. I kind of want to transition a little bit and touch on something we talked about in your bio and that's, you know, you're mm-hmm. on this mission. To buy a hundred hotels in six months. Yeah, so I'm that's, definitely. That's crazy. I'm that's, curious. That's that's, that's ridiculous, man. man. I'm curious about it. So you know, what led you to make this goal, and you know, what are some of the strategies you're doing to achieve this, man?
1: Hey, wh- whatever you do, don't read books, okay? <laughs> you read the books, and you just think you can do anything. Oh
0: yeah. And, uh, well, you're no, an engineer, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah exactly. That's exactly. But, but what happened, I've read uh, years ago, I read a, a book by Jim Collins, From Good to Great. Mm, great book. Um, right, Built to Last. And it had BHAGs, BHAGs, yeah. B-H-A-G, big, hairy, audacious goals. And the point of that is creating a goal that's so ridiculous, that's so out of, out of park, uh, out of distance, it's, it's almost unattainable. And you, sight, you set your sights on it. And if you hit it, great. If you don't hit it, that's even greater. Because I'd rather have, you know, uh, 20 hotels instead of two. You know, because oh, yeah. a lot of times what happens, we set limits on our expectations. And so I don't, don't want to get all preached on you, But God didn't put no limits on your life. You, there is. Is, hallelujah can i get amen
0: amen <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but look man you 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 there is no limits it's unlimited you're supposed to live in abundance and so <clears throat> i saw multiple companies like ibm and other they set these b hacks and they were breaking it and the reason people don't break certain things or obtain certain things because they never try. They never set a limit. They never put a goal there, and that's the one big thing I learned late in life, like the importance of a dream and a goal, because that's what drives the individual. That's what keeps people alive, and so it's the chase, man, and I love it. And so, quite frankly, and I knew this was coming. Well, I didn't know it was coming, but once we saw it, I knew it was coming, and I was like, "Shoot, man, we can grab us five or eight hotels, real nice hotels," and I was like, "That's gonna be easy, right?" That's what we do, and, and I was already in the midst of doing a portfolio deal. It was going to be pretty big. We found some bonds. And we were going to grab—I don't know—ten to twelve hotels. That would have been a hundred fifty to two hundred million dollar deal. If we would have had to come all the way out of pocket ourselves, it would cost forty or fifty million. I'm now going to get that same meal, same deal, but spread out, out across the country. I'll probably get ten to twelve hotels at a cost of 8 to $10 million instead of wow. 30 to $60 million. Wow. So that shares the, the, the deal there. And then on top of it, uh, my buddy, my partner, Nate, you know, he's always pushing the limit, always pushing it. And he was like, and I always we always push each other because the year before I was like, we're going to do $100 million. He was like, man, shut up. And then we did $100 <laughs> million. And then I was like, we're going to do $300 million And he would literally be in the meetings like, you, you, you should be saying that. I was like, shut up. We're doing it. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. And, then, and trust me, I don't know where we're going to do it, how we get the money. But now, you know, I know where we get the money, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, but he was like, we're going to do 100 hotels. I was like, hey, Nate, that's a lot. Uh, I, I'm saying I, I agree. We go, but we only had our site set on 50 hotels over a 10-year period. He tried to do that in six months. I'm like, uh-huh. you're out of your mind. <laughs> and then he was like, you got to go for it, bro. You know, let's do it, man. And I was like, okay, we're doing 100 hotels. I don't know how. And then next thing you know, we tell people, and next thing you know, more money comes, more deals comes, more flow comes. And, like, within two weeks, we potentially could put 10, 12 hotels under contract wow. and close, and close. And we already got four or five of them basically in, in writing. Uh, we moved past the LOA status. We, PSA. we are in PSA. We're actually in a loan assumption. Process now, man. so I mean it's it's moving. So I mean, at that rate, yes, we could be at a hundred hotels.
0: Um, I, I,
1: like, look, I'm look, I'm cross-eyed. I don't know how we do it.
0: <laughs> You're making some big moves, though, man, and I, I love hearing that. Uh, the one thing that I do want to uh, ask about that is, you know, obviously there's been a lot of uh, issues with the hospitality industry, which is leading to these deals right now. Uh, but you know, I imagine, and you know, I've talked to a number of uh, investors and stuff. But you know, there's a lot of uh, maybe potential investors that are kind of scared away from this niche, you know, yes, even hospitality and yes, generator yeah, or hotels. Yeah. Why are you so confident about this going forward? You know, obviously you're picking up oh, deals that's now. That's a great but-
1: question. That's a great question. No, so um, in 2008, you know, 2008, 2011, which is a great recession, I went through that. I actually made a lot of money and was stable. I was fortunate enough to lose everything back at 2001, 2003, you know, and I would love to blame it on 9-11, but it, it, 9-11 was not the problem, okay? <laughs> Mike Ealy just didn't do it right. right. And, uh, uh, and so it, it forced me to learn, going through that process, I learned how to do short sales, mortgage notes, how to work your way out of default, how to buy small portfolios, how to work with banks. Uh, and so I did that in 2008 and made a lot of money. I went from not having any houses really to having twelve to fifteen houses paid off free and clear I had me two large homes and multiple investment deals you know nothing big, but I was probably around thirty or forty units between apartments and houses at that time and paid off I was out of debt and had a nice stream of cash flow so I could make moves uh and 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 so i saw how that market was and everything came back and i saw how 9 11 just the industry got disrupted but once they could prove that the market was safe uh the airplane industry came back Uh, and uh now they did lose business there's people to this day still won't fly because of it but the market came back or always comes back right and so with the hotels um, in the hotel industry, it's very tied to the economy. So if the economy is great, man, hotels are flying off, you know, great number. Hotel, uh, 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 the economy doing bad, hotels sink. So uh, what I do is I tell people, you know, hey, if you, first of all, if you don't believe the market will come back, then this is not an investment for you. But if you believe it's gonna come back, then you wanna get in this deal. And so when the market comes back, the hotels will be the first. And so one of the things, in order for the economy to jump back, to get back to normal, people must believe they're safe. So in order to do that, we have to get a vaccine. Uh, I expect that we will have the vaccine out by the third quarter, in which if you're listening, uh, which, which October, you got a problem 10, 12 different companies in the third phase. One or two of them come down in October. So then what that means, by March uh, 2020, first quarter, uh, the vaccine will be in mass production. Okay, now what does that mean? Well, if it's in mass production, that means all the hospitals will have the vaccine. Now, it may not be readily available. You may not be able to get shot. No, I'm not telling you to take a shot, but uh, you, know, you you, know, it will be available. So what that means, the public perception will change. The public perception will believe, whoa, I can go out and I'm not going to die. Now, if I take the vaccine, I may grow a pinky toe out of my neck, but I'm not going to die. I can work with this. I can live with it, okay? I can live with it, All right? And so, but, uh, 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 but anyway, if that changed, then there'll be an uptick in the economy, and so the people in the hotel industry that were struggling, they should now start to break even or lose just a little bit of money. You know, a little bit in the hotel, I know it's not a little bit, let's say they had a at a 10%, 10 to 15% deficit. And so what that means is they'll start climbing and breaking even. Then by 2022, the occupancy should go back to where it was. And then in 2023, the ADR, which is the average daily rent, or in hotel apartments, they say monthly rent, but in hotels, they have a daily rent, so ADR, and that will go back to where it was before. So we expect it to go back. Now, here's some of the things that won't come back. Uh, it's said that you know 15 of the business traveler won't come back. That is gone, and, and I agree with that. You know, as much as I don't want to say that, I agree because look, people been working home. They've been effective. Look at me. Me and you are communicating. You didn't have to fly out here. I didn't have to fly out there. Uh, so yeah, that you know that, that industry is not going to come back. You know, and, but people still want to get together. People still want to try, but they want to do it safely. And so, uh, you know, that's why I believe the hotels will come back. And so, really, I wish I I could tell you I was doing some superhero uh, thing, a change in the world. But, really, all I'm doing is funding the deficit and I'm getting out there early because uh, I do believe there's going to be even better deals in the hotels in February or March. But, Mm. you know, I think by then, by the time people figure it out, they would have put their money in by then. You know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's amazing that you're taking action on that. You've seen a, a window of opportunity and you're really jumping on that. So I think that's, uh, that's pretty incredible. So for our listeners, and just before we get out of here, uh, take, let's take some time for our listeners who aren't uh, really uh, know much about investing in hotels. You know, what does that look like in terms of somebody who wants to maybe invest in hotels with you? Uh, you know, what's, what's some of the, the benefits to that? What are some of the challenges associated? And what's that look like as a, maybe an investor or somebody investing in hotels with you?
1: Uh well, one of the great things that, uh, that's so beautiful about hotels and getting into bigger deals is depreciation. Number one. Um, I, did, I, I learned about depreciation as I started doing deals, and they've been quite frankly. they reduced my tax basis. But any of you have a self-directed IRA. you know you're using those for these tax strategies or tax shelters. But man, when you get these depreciation checks like you get on a hotel, Man, you can be like, man, why have I been dealing with this IRA? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I got my first hotel deal. I never thought I'd be so happy to see a K one with a negative seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Never thought I'd be so happy. Do you realize I'm not paying no federal taxes? That offset wow. all my gains. Offset all, all my gains. And then we got more coming in nineteen which that was 18, right? Yeah, it was 18. No, that was 19, 18, 19. Yeah, 18. Yeah, 18, then 19. Like, this is amazing. And so we, we work stuff because we keep doing construction. Now, because you're a passive investor, you're not considered a full-time real estate expert, so you may not be able to attain all the benefits. But that's one benefit. You will get some share of depreciation. Uh, number two, you know, as an investor, you're coming in as a passive investor. Um uh, so you, you get the benefits of some income. Um, you know, just hands off. Uh and 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 and, and you can say, hey, I have something sexy, All right? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, but
1: but the other thing about hotels is like I said, when the market is great, you cannot beat the cash flow. Uh the mm-hmm. cash flow is amazing. And it and, and typically when the market is good, between March and uh October, the end of October. Man, you just—it's a steady climb, and so uh, they potentially could see anywhere from twelve to fifteen percent cash on cash returns as an as an investor in a hotel. Uh, nice. and, and on top of it, what's so great about hotels? Uh, let's say you buy a Class A project, right? You know, apartment building, right? And let's say the I Y. Oh, I don't have it. Uh, if you do the math, you got a calculator? No, uh, not handy now. Whatever. So uh but here here, let me pull this stuff. Oh, hopefully it won't take too long. But let's say you can uh you can uh buy a cash flow, because it's all about the cash flow. Sure. So for a million bucks, you're gonna buy that apartment building pretty much anywhere you go if it's an A class, you're gonna pay like at a six cap. Mm. Does, that, does that sound fair? Sure. Right for an NOI, uh, you're gonna pay uh, at a six cap. So what does that equal? Uh, so a million dollar NOI, one, two, three, yeah, uh oh, not that many. All right, divided by 0.06, you're gonna pay 16.6 million for that. With hotels, you can buy that same million dollar NOI at an eight cap oh, okay you see the difference there so divide yeah. that by 0.08 or better now instead of paying 16 you could get it for 12.5 mm. you see that absolutely so so you bought that cash flow for four million dollars cheaper and if you just like anything you can push the numbers on there so i mean you create more value and if the market is good man, you, you remember you got a daily rate apartments. You got a straight rate streamlined for the year and, right. and, and you can't really push. It. I could change my rate tomorrow. One day I'm at $99 by Saturday. I'm at 200. Absolutely. So that's, that's the fluctuation, but buying at a lesser cap rate, you plan for that fluctuation right so so the, but those are some of the benefits of, of of a hotel
0: awesome it sounds like there's a lot of a lot of opportunity there and especially you know in the current market right now and you're saying that potentially within the next you know six months or whatever there's going to be some more opportunities so love seeing that man. And uh, that's a, that's a great strategy. And like I said, I think this is the first time we've talked about investing in hotels. So we really appreciate you taking the time to, to chat about that and uh, speak on that. But uh, you know, before we get out of here, we want to take some time to, to shine a spotlight on you, Mike. So tell us just more about your company, what you have going on and your book.
1: Yeah. So we got the book from broke to millions uh, as I shared earlier. Uh, and my buddy Jerome, the bus baddest. Yes. From Pittsburgh Steelers wrote, wrote the four. And, I, you know, I just wanted to do something to show that, you know, it is real and it's possible to do that. And so, uh, Nassau Investments, Mike, you know, I, I know you hear a lot about us um, uh, uh, doing apartments and hotels, but really at the core of our essence, we're here for investors and individuals to help them uh, to get to their investment destination. We act as a bridge for them. And it just so happens we provide three different vehicles to get across that bridge. Okay. Here's come the pitch. Here it comes. It is. Bam. I'm showing you. I ain't going <laughs> to give it to y'all cause I can't have y'all stealing my game. Can't have you stealing my game. All right. I can't steal my game, but no, but the, we, the vehicles are education where literally I got a book. You could take an online class where we provide you modules. You can take it at your own pace or you can sign up for a mastermind session. And look, I'm not even trying to pitch to you, uh, but you have the opportunity to work with me and other like people that's doing it and become a part of our group where we have apartment investing secrets, where people get to learn more and more about real estate and we get tons of free content. Just take it, just take it. Love it. Just have it. And, uh, and, and cause we want people to succeed and know what's doing. And we've helped numerous people obtain their goals. We've changed people that will just focus on buying a two or three family. Next thing you know, they bought a 30 or 50 unit and made profits immediately. Uh, so, and again, we have the vehicles of apartments and, and hotels that you can invest in to get you there, but we also provide you training so you could make a, a, a great decisions on what to invest in and how to invest and understand PPMs and operating agreements, and mm. understand how to communicate with investors and brokers and just have an overall good dialogue. So uh and I teach you how to be funny too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it. I love all of those things, man. You also have a, a Facebook group, right? The Apartment Investing Secrets. Yeah so.
1: yeah, so so we got the Facebook group, Apartment Investing Secrets. You can find me on LinkedIn at Mike Ely. Um, and I, I think I'm on Instagram as Nassau Mike Ealy. And but overall, you can always go to my webpage, invest.com. That's N-A-S-S-A-U invest. I N V E S T S dot com. You know, you can always call my man Chris right here, man. We get busy on him, bro.
0: <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, we'll make sure to put all that stuff in the show notes and uh, so our listeners can get a hold of it if they need to. But Mike, it's great. It's been great having you on the show. Really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today.
1: Hey, man, thanks for having me and, and let me uh, share on your platform. Man, I really appreciate it, man. And uh, like I always like to tell everybody before we get out of here, man, I know this is your place, but hey, man, God bless you, God keep you, and may God bless you beyond your belief but not your capacity. And remember, you're one big deal away. See you soon, brother,
0: and thank you so much. Thank you, man. Uh, That's all we have for today. So to our listeners, uh, we'll see you next week. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.